Welcome to Dumb Love. I'm Sally Brooks. And I'm Jen O'Neill, and this is a podcast about all the dumb things that people will do for love. So welcome to episode 180. That's a good round number for our wonderful guest that we have today. I know. I feel like it's a good lucky number and we are it is. super, super lucky to have our guest here. It's another special guest episode. You guys love them. We love making them. And um, I am so, so excited. I feel like I should preface this by saying we ended the last episode on me for my something dumb going off on a tirade about <laughs> the all the big news happening in the Bravo world this week. And we even took a poll. Like, do you guys know what Jen's talking about or do you not like Sally? But most people had no idea what I was talking about. So I thought that it would be the perfect (laughs) opportunity (laughs) to invite on the person that I was saying for my something I love. I was talking about how I love Jolene Lunzer and all of her coverage of what's happening. So we have her here today and I'm so excited. Yay! So we're going to make Bravo fans out of all of you. Jolene, <laughs> welcome! <laughs> Thank you. What a nice introduction. So yes. excited to have you. If you guys haven't met Jolene yet or uh, followed her like I told you to, um, <sighs> she is an amazing, hilarious stand-up comedian and she has like YouTube channels and uh, her, her TikTok, all of her social media follows all of um, the all of the Bravo gossip, and it's so much fun. So Thanks, we're so happy Jen. to have you here. Yeah. Jolene, do you have- too involved in all of this. <laughs> just so you know, I am an expert, but um, sorry, Sally, go ahead. <laughs> oh, I was just saying, do you have your mom or your grandma on sometimes? Yes. My mom. It's confusing because we call her Nana because okay, my that's niece and nephew – Call gotcha. her that. Oh, so okay. then we just I was like, do, she you know. Looks very young for a grandma. <laughs> yeah, she's... Oh, to be your grandma, but like. <laughs> People ask me that all the time, but it is my mom, yeah. but we call her Nana just because the niece yeah. and nephew, you know, with once kids enter the family, it's just like whatever they say, like what even existed before oh, them, yeah. we don't know. <laughs> so uh, we do tons of shows, and she actually watches some of these Bravo shows with me. She actually last April met. Almost everyone in this scandal that we'll talk about oh um, at a God. show I did because I uh, opened for my friends, uh, bloggers, Zach Peter and Up and Adam. They did a show where they had a lot of the Vanderpump cast there. <gasps> and I did stand up to kind of open up the show. And my mom came with me. And so we hung with the Toms and Ariana and Sheena. And now to see what it has devolved into, you guys, is just very sad. Is your mom like so upset? Because, uh, yeah, she, you know, sometimes when moms meet those celebrities, they feel mom feelings towards them and they feel like they like an well, ownership over them, you know? So she's she was so feeling, disappointed. Yeah, she was probably feeling more like sexy feelings toward them because she was hitting on oh. both of them. So she's kind of ratchet herself. But um, I think. She was disappointed because she had to change her her Facebook profile picture because I think it was with Tom Sandoval. Oh, no. And, but I, I do have to say, like, regardless of the scandal and whatever, they both were extremely kind to my mom. They were okay. cool to me. Like, mm-hmm. that means anything, though. They should be. I mean, me and my mom are awesome people. It's the first time you meet someone. Exactly. Hopefully, you're not going to be a jerk. But right. she... 
to answer your question, Jen, she was very disappointed because she was like, every time we talk about it on my YouTube channel, she's like, oh, I just, I just can't believe it. I'm like, well, believe it, Nana, because he cheated. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Listen, we're all disappointed. Um, I know a lot of you guys don't really know what we're talking about, but we're going to make sure by the end of this episode that you do. So just sit tight. Well, and you guys might also, because Jolene, you did during the pandemic, didn't you do one of our stand-up shows? Oh, yeah. On my, yeah. Yeah, our very, like the very beginning of the pandemic when we were like, oh, we'll just like do something to like... You know, while we're all kicking around for a couple months, we'll produce some stand-up shows online. And so if you guys came to one of those, which they were awesome, but we only did two because then we were like slumped into deep depression when we realized like nobody yeah. was going anywhere. <laughs> but you were on one of those and you were so funny. Thanks. That was fun. Yes. Thank you for having me. Oh, my gosh. You're welcome. <laughs> Three years later. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am so excited you're here. Uh, I think we'll just we should just get into our quickies. All right, let's do it. So I got my quickie this week from a New York Post article by Yaren Steinbuck and from a News 6 South Florida article. Um, So you know it's going to be good because it takes place in South Florida. A Florida couple's marriage got off to a horrible start on March 2nd at Celio Farms in Southwest Ranches, which is in South Florida. The couple who just got married were just about to dance their very last dance of the evening when the owner of the venue came out waving a gun in the air, telling everybody to get the fuck out. Oh, no. Had they, like, stayed way too long and they wouldn't leave? Apparently not. So uh, uh, the the DJ, whose name is Jonathan Campo, um, he is a cousin of the bride, which is, like, so perfect, right? Because you're like, of course the cousin of the bride is the DJ. Um, He said that – one of the men who was like a worker, it turns out it is actually the owner's son, came over to him and was like, it's time to go. And he was like, it's still half an hour before their contracted end time. And the guy was just like irate. He was like, no, you all have to get out now. And the DJ was like, no, we're just going to we're going to play the last song and then everybody will go. The man starts arguing with guests. He physically shoves the bride at one point and then he goes at back gets his dad and then the man comes out waving a gun in the air and telling everybody to get out maybe so, he just really hated that donna summer song <laughs> that place the, the last dance the last dance i love that song i love it i love it we played it at red clay um at the first welcome party and when that song came on uh storm artiste and i went like ape shit and, and carlette <laughs> jennings yeah we love it. is that donna summer i don't even know but you guys know what i mean song about. it's like a donna summer feel to it right right yeah so the but- dj told said that he put the gun in his in my uncle's face put it in my cousin's face who got married the bride put it in her head waved it at her husband head he said why am i bracing myself to get shot all i was doing was dj my cousin's wedding and trying to give her her last dance the dj the cousin dj who goes by dj rich homie johnny um, <laughs> what you're welcome uh find him on instagram dj rich homie johnny yeah dj rich oh homie my johnny. god i love oh. that <laughs> marry me dj rich homie johnny right <laughs> 
Like that's who you want to DJ your wedding. You know he is going to get out on the floor. He's not only a DJ, he's also a party starter. Like he is going to get your aunt. A party starter. Oh, yeah. A party starter. He's going to get your aunt up to do the electric slide. Like he's going to have grandma like doing the cha-cha. It's great. I love it. I love it. My good friend Mike Cody got married in uh, in New York um, uh, over the summer, and they had like a DJ party starter, and he was like introducing them, and he was like, his name is Mike, Mike Cody, and he was like, welcome for the first time, Barbara and Mark Cody. Uh, (laughs) We were all like, because <laughs> it was just like a bunch of comedians just so excited right like this is the best thing that's ever happened to us that's awesome um oh, so cat i know she just comes this is producer tilly she pro- helps Hi, me producer <gasps> tilly my we content producer comes up whenever she wants she does whatever she wants i guess she she wants me to step up my game so there she goes <laughs> my manager oh, Our producer is just Ruthie, Jen's dog, who just basically tells us she hates us and hates our stories. She just (laughs) sighs loudly at our jokes and then barks at anybody that walks past my window. So anyway, the DJ cousin said, before I knew it, I was staring down the barrel of a gun. And at that moment, when I saw his eyes, I was prepared to be killed and was coming to terms that my children were about to lose their dad for no reason. Um, So he also said that the son of the owner also punched one woman in the face. (gasps) A woman? Yeah. So the man with the gun was identified as Miguel Albuso. Um, He was charged with nine counts of aggregate aggravated assault with a deadly weapon without intent to kill and his son christian raffet was charged with battery and with resisting arrest their lawyer says that what happened before the video started taking so of course there's like video of all this that that dj rich homie johnny took um which i will of course will post and send to you guys which i'm sure is at dj rich homie which Holy is Johnny. following up right Johnny. now. <laughs> <laughs> no, DJ Rich Tony is his his competition. It's <laughs> Joey. Oh, <he's> <laughs> okay. DJ Rich Johnny. DJ Rich. DJ homie Rich Johnny. Homie Johnny. Homie Johnny. Yeah, love it. Love it. Um, love it. So they say they claim the attorney who represents um, the owner and his son say that something happened before the video that will be crucial when trying the case in court. He said, when the evidence comes out in this case about what happened before the tape was rolling, I believe is going to show that my client is, in fact, not guilty. Wow. I mean, I won't say what it is. I can't imagine. I mean, I guess because there's nothing that really would justify coming out and waving a gun in the air. I don't know why I, I mean, keep doing this. I'm having a real fun with my finger guns here. Yeah. Unless the whole wedding party was waving guns at each other and there were threats right? being made. But yeah, to justify, I mean, punching a woman, bringing a gun out. I mean, how much time did you say they had left on they their had 30 contract? Minutes. Still had 30 minutes. Jeez. They said it started at like, they came, told them to shut it down at 1050 and they had the venue until 1130. That's per their contract. Like the worst last call ever to put in. And, I mean, I have overstayed my welcome plenty of time. But when you have uh, a half yeah. hour left, that's a lot of time. That's not like that's 10 minutes. That's a lot minutes. of time and yeah. a lot of money. You're paying for your yeah. wedding. Yeah. Oh, overkill. <laughs> What's I mean, the name all- of the venue? It Did is say? called, yes, it's called Silo Farms mm. in Southwest okay. Ranches, Florida. So... 
Apparently, right. they have people have called and tried to get a statement, and there's nothing from them. There's no statement. I thought you were yeah. going to say people have called to book a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Another Only reason why, have, yeah. yeah. Another DJ. reason why I eloped. <laughs> Good for you, man. Did you? Yeah, I did. My husband what and I went dream. to Vegas. Yeah. Oh, did you do that. like at at the little chapel? The little yeah, we went to chapel? the chapel. Yeah, the chapel of the bells. It's the same one that Kelly Ripa and uh, her husband. Why am I forgetting Mark her hot husband? Oh yes, Mark Consuelos, Mr. <laughs> Riverdale. Uh, the same one they got married at. So. Not that we did it because of that. We found that out after. Because right. like <laughs> that wasn't that like big. a selling point. <laughs> no, I have to get married where Kelly Ripa got married. <laughs> You're like, not only do I love the Bravo universe, but I love everything Kelly Ripa. <laughs> everything Kelly Ripa. <laughs> you know, one day when you are on her show and she's interviewing you, you can tell her that you got oh, married. Yes. <laughs> oh, what a great in. Oh, I know. She'll be dead by then. Um, there's going to be a lot. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> not going to win. <laughs> I mean, not that I want. I'm just saying it's if that ever happens. Thank you for believing in me, Jen. Thank it you will. For me. I do believe in you. We'll manifest some um, shit for you. We'll manifest well, it right now. We're so good at manifesting. It's like ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, nothing's happened yet, but it's going to. <laughs> <laughs> but we feel like really good about it. We feel good. <laughs> I should say I did get it wrong. His name is DJ Rich Homie John. So maybe oh, back in the day when he was a much younger, younger, a younger no. DJ, he went by DJ Rich Homie Johnny. But now he's he should always he be a DJ younger Rich DJ Rich Homie Baby Johnny. <laughs> baby Johnny that would have been a good day. DJ yeah. Rich Homie Baby Johnny. There's no jo- no. You can't have just DJ Rich Homie John. No, <laughs> yes. it doesn't work. Because <laughs> by the time you're a John, you should have like grown out of the DJ, right? Well, he is a father now, you know. Did so. I ever yeah. tell you about the time that um, this was back in the day when like Amazon, when you could speak to a customer service representative? And uh, I, so it was like when was 47 that? years ago. Uh, I was, um, t- I had some sort of issue and had to talk to somebody from Amazon on the phone. And they're like, okay, ma'am, let me just read your phone, uh, your email address back to you. Is it Jen1L64 at gmail.com? And I was like, oh my God, I've had the coolest <laughs> fucking DJ name my whole goddamn life. And I had no idea. <laughs> yes, it's Jen1L. <laughs> like, oh my God, I could have been a fucking DJ. <laughs> DJ Jim went ill on the ones and Jim twos. Ill. God damn it! It was you right have under, to it add was there my whole life. Homie, yeah. DJ yeah, Jen went ill. Homie, baby Jenny. Yes, there you go. <laughs> Love it, Uncle Baby Jenny. <laughs> Uncle Baby Jenny. Yes. Um, well, okay. Okay, so you ready for my quickie this week? Yes, please. Okay. I got a little scared when you started talking about a couple whose wedding, uh, whose marriage started off a little rocky because this also started off kind of rocky for this couple. I mean, couple. those are our favorite kind. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, God bless them, but yes. Uh, <laughs> I so mean, this- is it really going to be a fun story if it's like, oh, they had a really nice wedding and they, they went on a lovely honeymoon and then they came back and they just settled down into his job as an accountant and her job as like a doctor and then they're just happily ever after. The end. Well, here's the thing is they might like, you know, settle off 
in a big way and end up leading very comfortable lives if okay. they win their $5 million lawsuit that they have filed against a Hawaii snorkeling company. Okay. So um, this is an article for um, – came from an article for Yahoo News written by Joshua Zister and Chris Pinella. So – Elizabeth Webster and Alexander Burkle. Well, it's not Buckle, it's Burkle. Okay. That's a good name. Burkle. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, they were honeymooning in Hawaii in September 2021, and they booked a snorkeling tour with um, a company called Sail Maui. Um, they were actually very experienced snorkelers, so they weren't worried about this trip at all because they had done this a million times. So they uh, bought tickets to go to the snorkeling tour Um to Lanai, which is a small island near Maui. I would now, I've never been fortunate enough to go to Hawaii. They said that when they got there, the captain told the group that they'd have an hour to explore before moving to another location when they got to the first snorkeling site. So uh, they alleged in their lawsuit that they were given no advice about what a specific time to return back to the boat, how to get back onto the boat and what to do in case of an emergency. They were just like dropped off and like, see you in an hour. And so, but apparently they also did not identify a lifeguard, like who was a lifeguard for the trip. And they also didn't use a buddy system like they should have in the water. So, um, and first the couple, they were, when they were snorkeling, it was like calm and clear waters, but then apparently it then became like really like the weather started getting rough. <laughs> I couldn't help it. <laughs> Tiny ship was tossed. Is that how it goes? Um, uh, so they try, you guys, you're way too young. Our listeners are way too young. That's a Gilligan's Island reference. But anyway, um, <laughs> they so, Nick at night. They know. Yeah. Just, Is that still around? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Um, but anyway, so the, the water was turbulent and they tried to swim towards the boat, but the boat had already left for the next location. Oh my so God, they were such a nightmare. stranded. According to some of the people that were on the boat, they said that they did do a head count and the head count came up that two people were missing and they were just like, Where? and like kept going anyway and left this couple. So they were panicking. They were struggling to swim and stay afloat, but they ended up eventually making it to shore. Um, but they were very like fatigued and hydrated and they wrote help and SOS in the sand, but um, no, nobody came to their rescue until hours later, some local residents found them and let them use their phones and gave them some water. They were rescued. They'd spent a lot of time in the water and if they weren't like young, healthy people, they surely would have drowned. Yeah. Like, can you imagine if that were like an older person who was stranded? So it's crazy. So that was, I can't imagine having that be my honeymoon or my experience on a honeymoon. But <laughs> <there's> <laughs> if, they win, if they win the lawsuit, $5 million start to your marriage starts it off in a pretty. I wonder how they figured nice out direct. five million for the number, like what they're gonna say. And it also like very much as you're describing that, Jen, it sounds like Home Alone meets Castaway and someone should write a script for this. Oh, totally. They, you know, we we you know, when you said they did a head count, all I can think is like, you know, the Kevin moments, you know, in Home Alone yeah. One and Home Alone Two when they left him on <laughs> Gan, which is very yeah. shoddy parenting. But 
I, I want to know how they got the five mil or how, how they got to that number. And then also how far did they have to swim to actually get to land? That's what I'm wondering too. In the article, but it sounds like it was a pretty rough swim. But who knows? Maybe once like the lawsuit comes out, it's like maybe it was like 10 feet and <laughs> right, they were just right <laughs> offshore and they just got yeah. turned around. <laughs> you just never know with these things, but it sounds like it was a pretty you How long know, were they horrible out there experience. For? Just like half a um, day. Yeah, about half a day before somebody found them. But I, 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 I remember. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I'm just not that. Once you said that, I'm like, I don't feel bad for them. I guess um, because I watch Survivor, and that oh, is nothing. Yeah, yeah. They are thrown out in the middle of the jungle, <laughs> and they got to swim back and do puzzles and starve, and <laughs> you know they can't brush their teeth. So this is like not that big of a deal, right? Well, I will tell you that one time. Me, my friend Seth, went with my friends Seth and Danielle, who were a couple, to go surfing in Savannah. And they decided that they were going to – they were from Savannah. My friend Seth and his wife Danielle um, were from Savannah. So they decided to go visit their grandma real quick while we were, like, on the beach. And they're like, you guys, cool. We'll be back in, like, an hour. And they left me and my friend Seth (laughs) just there. And we had, like, a towel. And that was it. And they were gone for, like, six hours. And Seth and I literally thought we were going to die. We were, like, there was no shade. There was nowhere to go. We didn't have any water. I remember, like, finding, like, a sliver of a tree that had some shade and us, like, huddling under the shade. (laughs) Yeah, because if you didn't have sunscreen. shade. It was horrible. We were so burnt. The trip was ruined. As soon as they got back, we were like, fuck you. We're leaving. Like, we almost died. I remember we tried to like walk up to a gas station, but we had no shoes on, no clothes on besides our bathing suits. We had no money. We were going to like beg for help. (laughs) And I will tell you, I would have sued them for $5 million. I'm still very good friends with them and I love them so much, but I would have sued them for $5 million. Sue the grandma. I mean, yeah, I should see the grass. Go after the money, right? <laughs> for cooking such delicious food that made right? them want to stay longer. Fucking grandma. I mean, who thought they were just going to sneak off and visit the grandma for an hour? That's crazy. Well, couldn't they text you? I mean, hey, we're still there. Can you find some this shade? Was, trying to think, like, well, this was back in like '99, oh, and no, I can't we remember. Like, them. did we have yeah. phone? Did we have? Like, I did. I think they decided I don't remember. to have a phone in '99. Yeah, no. I just remember it being. I thought you just it was relied on like, like okay, we'll be back here. We'll meet you there, and then you trust, just, trust, trust like yeah. you just trust people. <laughs> yeah, trust in like a printed out map quest. Oh, those were the directions days. on how to get from A to B. Yeah. So, yeah. anyways, so that's my quickie. But I'm so excited now to get to this portion of our show because I have been dying to talk about this. Not only. All this week, once the news broke, not only this week, I've been dying to turn this podcast into a Bravo podcast. <laughs> Sally, are you not a Bravo watcher then? Is that I'm why? not. I'm not. That's okay. And it's, it, I know, I know. I try to sneak it in from like from time to time and 
I just, it's like talking to a I give her nothing. Wall. I know. I'm like, I'm nothing. sorry. I don't know who that is. Like, I no, literally don't know who it is. You're and doing I'm, the right thing, Sally. Stay yeah. away if you can. <laughs> Once you're in, you're in. And then you turn cuckoo like me and Jen. So I mean, that's the thing yeah. is that I already, I have so many time wasters already. Like I, you know, I watch trash in my own, own, you know, I, any baking show is like, <laughs> My, my oh, Bravo. you're you're like my husband. That's what he'll watch. So the only Bravo yeah. show that I could get him to watch without complaining was Top Chef, and that oh, yeah. bored Top Chef. the crap out of me. I was like, oh my god, yes, I get it. They're <laughs> talented. Chef. It's an art form, but there's just I can't. It's it's too yeah. fun. These people are too functioning. I could not yeah. watch them. Yeah, Jolene and I nerd out on all this stuff. In fact, one time when she came to town, we went on a a Real Housewives of Atlanta tour and we ate at Old Lady Gang. (laughs) We did. And we met met the whole crew. Yeah. Did we? Yeah. We did. We took a picture with Don Juan. And then uh, Jen and I, I was like, Jen, let's drive around and try to find at the time, like Cynthia Bailey had her modeling agency and we were trying to find it. We were trying to find the Bailey agency. Yeah. (laughs) But at that point, it had already closed. And, but then we took. A pic- I took a picture of you and posted it and said, follow um, Jolene's podcast, whatever. And then Candy Burris liked it and reposted it. Yeah, yeah. the old lady gang original yeah, they, account, they reposted the photo. And I was like, oh my yeah. gosh. We're famous. We're so famous. <laughs> I've been there a couple good. times now Food with you, really I think, good. Jen. I think we've been there a couple times together now. It's the original really one. yummy. I mean, mm-hmm. I'll go to any way you want, Jolene. And when I come to LA, I expect you to take me to all of these well, now we got to go to Schwartz and Sandy's, which is but in you know kind of behind this whole scandal thing. The new one, if right. it's still open, we'll have to go check it out. Okay, yeah, because I don't think it's going to make it. And mm. so, okay, I'm going to turn the mic over to you, Jolene, because you're going to fill us for your yeah. story this week. Okay. You are going to fill us on all of the juicy details. Okay. And I'm excited yeah. about this. I just want to say, like, okay. even though I I'm say not sorry, intimate, no, no, even though I don't <laughs> intimately, I told Jen this week, I'm like. I don't need to watch all the things. Uh, just tell me the scandal part. Like I'm into that. Yeah. I'm excited about Ooh, that. Wait I'm here for you... it. I, I don't want to have to watch the whole back. back. I don't I'm need all sell the it to you, to Sally. Like okay. I'm going to sell it to Sally. Me. Okay. So here's the deal. <laughs> a television show started called Vanderpump Rules with a group of friends who also worked at a restaurant. They were wannabe okay. actors, wannabe models. Right away, it got messy. They're sleeping with each other. Very incestuous, you know, within uh-huh. this group. Okay. They're all that's really so that's how it is. hot too. So it's fun yes. to watch because everybody's really good looking. And that's everyone's how it is hot, at restaurants. drunk, and a liar. So good. Okay. <laughs> so recently, what happened was there are two Toms, right? And they are okay. kind of at this point, you know, we're 10 years into the show. They have become two of the main stars of the show to the point where Lisa Vanderpump who it was her original idea to put all these kids, as she calls them, even though they're all 40, 37, you know, 52, who knows? It's LA. Nobody says their age, you know? Right. So they, she still calls them kids and it was her idea to put them, you know, put the show together. And the thing about this show, I think that made it so successful is that they were all real friends in real life. You know, a lot of these reality shows are very contrived and you're you're like, oh, they don't really like each other. They didn't even know each other. No, these people knew each other. They've slept with each other. They've slept with each other together separately while the other one's sleeping in another room. You know, they they very close. Okay. So did they, they, let me, sorry, this is going to be a really, 
what did it originally follow them at the restaurant? Yeah, so it originally yeah. followed them as servers at Lisa Vanderpump's restaurant. At the time, okay. she only had two restaurants in LA, Villa Blanca and Sir. And Sir was the place she said you take your mistress, and Villa Blanca was the place you take your wife. So all okay. these young, hot, scantily clad, um, you know, actors, model actors, worked at Sir. <laughs> And they brought in their own drama and their friendships. And it was just so intriguing. Fast forward 10 years, we've seen all the drama. Now we're invested. Some of the the original characters aren't on the show, but some are. Being Tom and Tom, who Lisa Vanderpump has opened more restaurants since then, Pump and Sir, and named, or I'm I'm sorry, Pump and Tom Tom, and named Tom Tom after the two Toms because of their popularity. And she, she she does business with them. So there's Tom Schwartz. Tom Sandoval, they're best friends, right? Man, children. And these people, we've grown with them over the last 10 years. Yes. We've watched yeah. them get married, get divorced, have babies, like Everything. all the stuff. Yeah. yeah. So okay. it's real. Okay. It's yeah. real. It's so okay, real. Jen. It's so real. <laughs> <laughs> Jen, I believe you. She believes I us. I believe you. I don't know, but I think she might believe us a little So Tom and Tom are best friends. They're now in, you know, this restaurant business with Lisa Vanderpump, their former boss, because they've all kind of graduated from being servers to now, you know, they've been on a show long enough. They have their own money. They're investing in other things. They're, they have podcasts. They have books, things like that. But Tom and Tom um, opened a, a new restaurant called Schwartz and Sandy's. All right. Now, as we were waiting for the new season to start, there were rumors that Tom Schwartz, um, the Minnesota Tom of them, because he's originally from Minnesota and spent a lot of time in Florida, which explains a lot of other things about him, but (laughs) we won't go too far into that, that he was having a romantic liaison with a girl named, a woman, I should say, named Raquel, who was formerly engaged to, speaking of DJs, someone on the show named DJ James Kennedy, who is a okay. friend of the two Toms. So I'm now I'm getting a little a little convoluted. So I know it's a little hard to follow, but just- Nope, I got it. I got, I, here, here, here. Following I got a it. mental okay. map. This is the clearest. Cool. I, I honestly, I couldn't understand who, I thought it was like the Vanderpump person who honestly, I don't know who she is. Is she was she a real housewife? Oh, Sally, you're so innocent. It is so <laughs> nice is, to see that purity. She was a real housewife of, of okay. Beverly Hills. Yep. Okay, I yeah. thought that these were all her children, like for real oh, children. She no. says they are, but she I mean, says they are okay because she raised them in reality TV. She's their reality uh-huh. TV mom. Well, her okay, son so Max is- and and her daughter Pandy did. They were involved in a minute. Like, well, I will say that. Max, Max still is, is on the show, but he's the yep. only like. Of course, he's painted in like the the greatest light. Like Max right. is untouchable, just a oh, yeah, yeah. guy. And I'm sure that he really is. He looks like a good guy. I've had him actually as a server twice at Sir, and he was really super cool and kind. Yeah, and my mom oh, that's Nana, awesome. was asking if she could uh, buy a copy of the menu. If she could just take it, maybe throw a little cash at him, and he was like, "I don't think we do that." <laughs> 
so she wasn't able <laughs> to do that. Um, so this season starts and we hear these rumblings that Tom Schwartz, who recently yeah. went through a divorce with another cast member named Katie, and they had had a very tumultuous relationship throughout the entirety of the show, got yeah. married. Tom Sandoval, the other Tom, was a best man um, in that wedding, and it has since dissolved. So this year's storyline for Tom Schwartz um, is that he's going through a divorce and now he's like maybe hooking up with or making out with this woman, Raquel, who we recently found out her real name isn't even Raquel. It's Rachel. Oh, yeah. Come on. That's my favorite part. (laughs) And she changed it. It's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. It's so so embarrassing. Uh, so we go into the season and the storyline starts of Katie, who's still on the show, and Raquel, a.k.a. Rachel, we'll call her Rachel Raquel, um, uh, and Tom Schwartz, this kind of love triangle, even though Katie and Tom are going through a divorce, it's still awkward because they're all friends and they had a strict rule, don't date friends, okay? Um, and Raquel, Rachel's being really weird about it. She's awkwardly saying in front of Katie while Katie's inviting her to a girls weekend, like, um, I have to say something. I might have asked your ex, soon to be ex-husband to make out with me. And it's like, that's that's not going to get you invited to the girls weekend. Do you know that's Yeah. It's yeah. a little, I it's may a little have. awkward. I may <laughs> have. Like, yeah. Yeah. I say you may have. You did. You, you did. Okay. So while this is happening, we're like, okay, this this is interesting. All of a sudden, Wednesday, what was it, Jen? Wednesday, we'll say March 7th. Was that a Wednesday? No. Wednesday, the, day March, the time stood still. The, the day that everything <laughs> changed. Never forget, okay? A Wednesday in early March. We're all just – oh, even Siri picked up on that. She's like, what are you talking about? Um, <laughs> she was like, are we talking about the Scandival again? She goes, I'm sorry. You need to take a break. <laughs> I'm like, mind your business, Siri. Okay, mind your business. Um, so it was just a random Wednesday. You know, everyone's just living life. We're like, this is a pretty good season of Vanderpump Rules. It, it hasn't been going as well in recent seasons because they got rid of a lot of the cast and they're trying to, you know, fill it with, you know, different people. Mm-hmm. And it just doesn't have the same oomph it did in the beginning. But right. this season, we had a little hope. Then on Wednesday, okay, we get news that Tom Sandoval who the, is the other Tom to Tom Schwartz in the yeah. Tom Tom restaurant and the Schwartz and Sandys, been on the show since the, the beginning, has been dating a woman who's been also on the show since the beginning named Ariana. They have been dating Sally. They live together. Ariana's always been like, pretty much I always describe it as she's like the only real feminist on that show. She's a fan yeah. favorite. I've met her in person. I feel like we're best friends. We only met a day, but it felt like <laughs> a year. You know what I mean? Yeah. We connected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's the voice of reason on that show uh, a lot. Uh, a lot of times when we're they're dealing with problematic men in the cast, she mm. calls them out. And she told Tom Sandoval, you know, I just – I don't want to be married. That's just not for me. She's yeah. been very upfront. Okay. But they've been together for like almost 10 years now. They own a right. home together. They wrote a cocktail book together. They're in all these branding deals together. Ideally, by this point, 10 years into Vanderpump Rules, with all these other couples breaking up, divorcing, breaking up engagements, we think Tom and Ariana might go the distance and they don't need the marriage paperwork behind it. But we find out on Wednesday that Tom Sandoval, who's also, I have to add this, um, in a karaoke band, he calls it a cover band. It's a karaoke band. (laughs) He pays real artists who can play real instruments 
He can play the trumpet. I guess that's a real instrument if you count it. But um, I mean, I'm not sure how much. I mean, is it a ska band? A in ska cover band? cover bands, I dated uh, someone that fronts a bunch of cover bands and has a business doing cover bands. And it does take real talent. And they did our red clay. And I um, think and cover we bands. A, we had a blast. I'm yeah, just cover saying, bands are in the defense best. of cover bands. Yeah. No, they're Tribute the best. Bands. But yeah. that's, that's me defending cover bands because he's not a cover band. Yes, you're he's right. A karaoke. He's a terrible singer. Yes. He doesn't play any – he wasn't playing any instruments. He was just singing and he was just singing terribly. Yeah. And yes, that's he what I'm saying. Like if he plays the trumpet, is it a ska band? Otherwise, why do we no. Right, right, He's old enough <laughs> to understand ska bands. He does um, really destroy sublime covers. He just screams <laughs> – Bradley Knoll into the into the microphone and I was like it, it don't do that to wrong way you know you're going or does the he wrong do way. just exclusively like call me out like you know like if you be my baby I could be your long lost pal <laughs> he does the Chevy Chase part <laughs> that's it <laughs> right now it's mostly just screaming into the microphone calling it singing so like Jen okay. said cover bands are fantastic they're fun they're yes. like you can have such a good time it's like a jam band but he is not a cover band because he's yeah. a karaoke band. It's glorified karaoke right. because yes. he pays these real artists who are very talented, who are his backup singers, who play, you know, drums, guitar, all the things of the band. So they're the real talent. And he Venmos them every week. We learned it's on the show. It's live band karaoke. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, I, I totally yeah. see what you're saying now. Like, but he charges we do have that. a ticket for it. And it's like, no, I can go to a bar <sighs> and see that. Like, I'll pay for the other. If you let the other lady sing who's up there with you, I'll pay for that. But and not. the band is called Tom Sandoval and the Extras. And the most right? extras. And the most extras. See, it's mm. even, it is most it's extras. It's like extra. DJ, homie, yeah. Johnny John. And it's very yeah. – <laughs> so, Also embarrassing. So embarrassing. <laughs> so Wednesday he has a show with his glorified karaoke band, okay, uh-huh. um, in I think like Orange County or something. And here's what happens. He's at, he's doing the show and yeah. he's singing, you know, like Caribbean queen, now we're sharing, this. you know, just like <laughs> his best Caribbean queen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Pulls a trumpet out. He's got sparkle pants. He wears glitter uh-huh. pants. He's, he, he, he does a full eye, you know, of like, like very Lady Gaga ask. It's, it's a whole uh-huh. thing. Check it out. If you are not opposed to cringing. Okay. So, um, while he's there, this is all alleged, but also confirmed by their friend and former castmate, Kristen Doty, on her podcast, Love, Sex, and What Else Matters or something it's called. So she said, while they were there at this show, watching him sing his karaoke, so was his girlfriend, Ariana, who he's been with for 10 years, owns a home with, and businesses. Um, his phone fell out of his pocket somehow, right? Mm-hmm. Someone picks it up and is like, oh, well, he's on stage. Can't give it to him. I'll give it to Ariana. Ariana takes the phone. When Tom's karaoke is done, Ariana goes to the bathroom. People don't see her for like 30 minutes. When she comes back out, there's a little skerfuffle. Something's happening. They can tell. And they leave. What happened in the bathroom is when she found Tom Sandoval, her boyfriend of 10 years, his phone, and went to the bathroom, she... Her friend Kristen Doty said that she told her something in her head said, you should check that phone. And we all know as women, mm. if you've been in a situation with cheating or men, you know, um, if you get that feeling, check it. Like that's, 
That's check your intuition. Phone. Check it. You yeah. know, I did, I did once and I found out my boyfriend was cheating on me with a community college art student named Valerie. So that, you know, you learn <laughs> not, a lot. Not the same Valerie that's your very good friend. No. And that's why I told that <laughs> Valerie, Valerie that I had a hard time trusting Valerie's at first because I had <laughs> been burned. Yeah. But again, I didn't really know her. So she didn't owe me anything. Um, so <laughs> what she found in the phone was a FaceTime screen record of her boyfriend Tom Sandoval. Possible. Oh yeah, you can do it. I, mean, I don't know if there's sound. I don't think I've done anything bad on a face. <laughs> you can scream. But I'm just anything, saying Jen. I didn't know you could do that. I mean warning. Slip down, scream record. Okay. Yes. I scream record everything. Yeah. I mean not my really? you know. I don't I usually I don't record people if they don't know I'm recording them allegedly. But um I do <laughs> record things on YouTube you know, for my YouTube channel and for clips and things like that. So, okay. So she finds the screen recording of a FaceTime between her boyfriend, Tom Sandoval, and their friend, Raquel, who's supposed (gasps) to be- Rachel. Rachel, who's supposed to be allegedly this season hooking up with the other Tom, Tom Schwartz. Yeah. And it's the two of them on FaceTime having a joint masturbation session. No. No. And- (sighs) Well, I don't want to like, uh, I don't want to take like, if you're already going to say, but Ariana was uh, the coolest to Raquel and was trying to help her get back on her feet after her breakup with James. And she really like took her in. Like, it's crazy to watch this season. Like the episode that just aired when like, she's so sweet to her taking her Mm -hmm. bathing suit shopping and giving her support and whatever. And the whole time, like... She this was, was going down. Fucking her boyfriend. This was yes. Sally. This was going on for seven months. So that means Vanderpump Rules films in the summer. So it started probably around August. Mm-hmm. Um, so so things that we're seeing happen, they were probably banging by then, if not before. Okay, and like Jen said. This Rachel Raquel girl had become like the third wheel of the relationship. She had recently gotten out of her own, um, you know, breakup with DJ James Kennedy and their engagement. And so they took her under their wing. Ariana was like a big sister to her, as was Ariana's best friend, Sheena, who's also on the show, Sheena Shea. And they stuck up for Raquel when their other friends called her stupid and all these things. I mean, she stayed at their home. At Tom and Ariana's no. home, oh, and what a dirty. they dirty, dirty. allegedly, yes, were having the intercourses in Ariana's home while Ariana was sleeping, and she was staying there. And I guess one time, uh, Ariana woke up and it was like four a.m. and Tom was coming out of either the guest house or the guest room where Raquel Rachel was staying, and <gasps> she was like, "Oh, what, what's going on?" And he was like, "Oh, she was just thirsty." And since Ariana believed and, you know, loved him so much and she chose to be like, oh, okay, he wouldn't, he wouldn't do that to me. Maybe it didn't even what cross her mind. Like, How oh, nice yeah. is he Woke treating our and, guests so well? I mean, she, if you go back now, like we have, we've been sleuthing as Bravo fans yeah. and we watched all the old stories and now these, you know, these, these cast members, they make, they have their own YouTube channels, they make vlogs. So you see that. Raquel and Tom Sandoval have been cheating right in front of all of our faces and people Mm. are picking up little, you know, in people's stories on Instagram. Um, You know how you can like save your stories Yeah. Uh, to the point of this Halloween, which would have been while they were already cheating. Okay. So the goal of this guy, he's cheating on his, his pretty much common law wife 
with their very good friend, with one yeah. of Ariana's best friends being Raquel, and in her home while she's sleeping. And it's a seven-month affair. And on Halloween, Sally, guess who he dressed up as? Who? Rachel Raquel. <gasps> the woman he's no, sleeping no. with. That's so sick. I know it is oh. sick. I mean, could you imagine being Ariana and then like all these moments now coming up like, holy shit, holy shit. Oh, my God. Right? Like it's – and yeah. And then there's the necklaces. Tell them about oh. the necklaces. Yeah. So mm -hmm. their restaurant, Tom Tom, on their logo. So he dressed up as um, Rachel Raquel because she went to BravoCon. Okay. And BravoCon, I think, happened. Jen, was BravoCon in the fall? So I think, was it the fall or the summer? It, it was in the fall because I remember. So they I were think sleeping. It was. So even Andy Cohen now, you know. I want to say um, September. I think you're right because Andy Cohen was on his radio show and he said he thinks that it was happening at BravoCon. So Rachel Raquel shows up to BravoCon wearing a TomTom Tom sweatshirt and on the logo of TomTom, Tom, they have lightning bolts. Okay. Tom Sandoval has been seen wearing a lightning bolt necklace for months, but so has Rachel Raquel. We are now finding out that they have these specialty um, necklaces that they wear she tries to not wear her, hers around Ariana, allegedly, that they wear to signify that they love each other. And then if you want to go even more conspiracy theory, tin hat, foil, tin foil hat. Put me on. You know. <laughs> fashion um, my hat. I'm ready. We can now see the comments on Instagram posts. She's using emojis that people are deciphering mean okay. Tom's future girlfriend. She uses the lightning bolt for Tom. Uh -huh. Future for the, uh, you know, like a, uh, what is that? The, like a, a crystal, crystal ball. ball. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And then girlfriend, like with a couple and on pictures of them. And apparently one of, I think it was one of the pictures were, was her sister. So they're like speaking in code. They're like one day. Wow. We'll be together. So this news hits, right? And um, Tom and, you know, all the Bravo world just, it, it goes crazy. We find yeah. out then that Bravo decides Vanderpump Rules, even though we're into the season, they're going to add another episode and we're going to start filming. I say we. I'm not a part of the show. I should be. I'm not. <laughs> you I should be. I'm just too involved. Um, I'm just you know, a very sad middle-aged lady. Okay. So um, they film for two more weeks. And in these two weeks, we're getting all these little tidbits, you know, all these little Easter eggs. Apparently, uh, there's a scene where – Tom Sandoval and Ariana, obviously they have to talk about this because it's come out that yeah. this cheating is going on. And according to Kristen Doty, her friend, um, and Tom Sandoval's ex-girlfriend. So the, it goes real deep. So this Kristen Doty who's given us this information, no longer on the show, but she originally dated Tom Sandoval. And there was a there was allegations that maybe, um, well, no, I think they admitted to it that Tom and Kristen cheated on each make other out. a bunch. Mm. And yeah. Ariana yeah. was one of the people that he like made out with in Vegas or something. Mm -hmm. But by that time they had already cheated on each other with 10, 10 people each or something. And yeah. Kristen Doty says, yeah. I've been, you know, that was back. I mean, they're now like almost 40 years old. I think Kristen right. just turned 40. She's like, that was in our twenties. Me and Tom were horrible for each other. We were only together four years. We should have broken up a long time ago. We didn't. And I love Ariana. I'm team Ariana. We are friends. That does not compare to what's happening right now i didn't know ariana yeah. well back then they may or may not have kissed or whatever um so you know that 
that's another level where people are like, well, you get them how you – or you lose them how you get oh, them. But right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not the same. Now, I will say, yeah, he did have a history of cheating, and Ariana did hear from Kristen in the early seasons, like, good luck, girl. He cheats all the time. But yeah. it was it was believe him or believe Kristen, who had just been caught in a huge cheating scandal of her own when she cheated on Tom Sandoval with Jax Taylor – who was Tom Sandoval's best friend at the time while Tom Sandoval was in the other room. So this has happened to Tom Sandoval before 10 yeah. years ago. And now yeah. he's repeating the a horrible thing that happened to him. So the Bravo yeah. verse is just like, oh my God. So when he meets with Ariana, which we're going to see in the season, apparently he um, just gaslights her and he says things. <gasps> Listen to this, ladies. So instead of being just so apologetic, yeah. You know, you would I was think, caught. My bad. Oh, I was horrible. I, I should have told you. He then goes, well, you know, we haven't been doing well. We don't have sex anymore. You don't have sex with me. And oh I didn't know God. when to bring it up because your grandma died and then your dog died. So there was never a good time. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> piece of fucking shit. And so she is, thankfully, she is insulated right now with her girlfriends, a lot of whom mm-hmm. are currently on the show or who used to be on the show. And I have called it uh, their WeHo, West Hollywood, where, you know, this show is filmed, um, womb. So it's all yeah. of these women, <laughs> oh, whether they like each other or not, have come together to protect Ariana and to go to her house that she still shares with Tom Sandoval. And according to Kristen Doty on her podcast, she said, you know, she's been there and all the women, it, which is kind of like a beautiful thing, which is I've been talking about on my YouTube channel, like women be friends with other women, you know, don't yeah. play into yeah. that. Like women are drama, like find other women because we will rebirth each other. When this shit happens, we will literally push each other out of our baby doors and say, go girl, you will be a queen, you know? Yes. And that's what they're doing. They're doing her dishes. They're feeding her. They're playing music. They're just making sure someone is with her right now. Cause eventually she will need to process this and be alone, you know? Yeah. And, but this is not the time, but to make matters worse, Kristen said he's showing up at the home unannounced. Of course. Yeah. That's really shitty. I read that too. And just walking and in and saying, I know I'm the most hated guy. And so they're trying to make sure there's like a liaison between the two of them that can talk to him and say, hey, you know, this, you're making it worse. She can't even move on. She can't. And that's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing that narcissists do and say is, um, yeah, I'm just a piece of shit. I can't do anything Mm -hmm. right. Can I? You know, like that kind of thing to make it so that you're like, you are apologizing to them for being a piece of shit. And it seems like also the fact that he's still inserting himself into her life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When he control. really, truly does not need to be. Yeah. Exactly. He should let her. Ugh. There should be some grieving. We realize they share a home, but there definitely needs to be boundaries. I think it was smart yeah. for her friends, one being Kristen Doty, to say we need like a go-between. And she said, I volunteer as tribute, you know, to kind of talk to him so that, you know, Ariana doesn't have to. And just it's a simple maybe have someone in between the two of them saying, okay, Tom's going to come at this time. Make sure you're not there. Cause I'm sure she would love to make sure yeah. she's not there, especially since it's come out that him and Rachel Raquel are allegedly in love and they want to stay together. And he's been seen going to, from his nice home in LA to Rachel Raquel's studio apartment in North Hollywood. And mind you, Tom Sandoval 
is 40, maybe 41, and he's been lying to everyone, speaking of lying about names, saying he's only 39. He's been like 39 forever. But <laughs> BuzzFeed News did some research and found out, oh, no, sir, you are in your 40s. And Rachel Raquel's only 28. So I think, you know, <sighs> it's just such – it's so messy and it's so it's gross. so She's messy. She's messy too because you could tell that she was just – trying to stay on that show and clinging on with both hands because not only did she like after James Kennedy, like when, so when the relationship, when they parted away, she had to, you know, figure out a way to stay on the show. Right. Like she inserted herself not in only into both of the Toms, but she dated this guy, Peter, who's like the bar manager, like yeah. the, the restaurant mm. manager. And um, no offense, uh, Peter's great. Like honestly, Peter's somebody that I would have found I think he's attractive. I think he's cool. But a lot of people talk, act like Peter's this big, like nerd sort of. But honestly, I think Peter seems like a great guy. But I mean, compared um, to these other guys, he sounds like a guy. She dated him, and you can tell in the like first couple episodes of this season, like she's so like it like repulses her to act mm. like they're dating. It's so hard to watch. But she does it just because she needed to connect herself to somebody so that she could stay on the show. And that's why she's willing to fucking do the dirtiest shit yeah. and be a couple with Tom Sandoval. But it's blowing up in her face because she's like, yeah, the most hated girl and all of Bravo right now. I mean, that's what's so hard about reality TV is like in order to for somebody like that who is like a side character, she's she knows what it's like to be a part of that universe and to be paid and to have the fame and everything that comes right. with it that like I mean, but it's not based on like talent or anything, so it's not what else does she have to fall back on? It's like you got to like like you find yourself like crawling your way however you can yeah. get it. And it's to always stand. the ones that yeah, it's always the ones that come off as so sweet and innocent, like Raquel did, and then and now in um, Southern Charm, we're seeing this with Taylor, who is um, Shep's sweet, sweet girlfriend that everybody thought he was such an idiot for letting her go because she was so wonderful and like, and she seemingly was like, I would have put all my money on her. She seemed amazing and like mm -hmm. she really loved him, and he kept cheating on her and treating her poorly. But now she's like, she's hooking up with Tom Schwartz, so she's dipping into. Vanderpump, she's hooking up with um, short, uh, with Austin's best friend because you could see it. You saw her change. She yeah. went from being like the sweet down home girl to like now she's got like the L.A. Botox face. She's got like, you know, she's completely changed. And now she's like hooking up with whatever Bravo celebrities she can. Yeah. This I don't know. That wasn't very feminist of me to say. I'm sorry. I got well, Barbara makes me a little gross. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we need women like Ariana to kind of cheer for yes. at this point. But yes. I did hear that the upcoming season of Southern Charm is going to be very similar to Vanderpump. Like the news coming out in Vanderpump is the same yeah. thing is kind of happening with um, Southern Charm. And it yeah. is, it's a very slippery slope with this reality TV fame because there comes a point where, you know, you do kind of have to sell your soul in a way, I think, to to be on some of these shows. I mean, you don't have to, but if you want to be the star, but there is a point where you can yeah. go too far. Now, obviously, this probably guarantees her another season on the show because we then next season have to see if they do get together, which is going to be, or stay right. together, I should say, which is going to be yeah. just 
really hard to watch. But this season was supposed to be Rachel Raquel's like kind of redemption season of, you know, she was yeah. treated, we, what we thought, like Jen said, you know, she was this kind of sweet, um, like innocent for lack of innocent, a better word. Innocent, yeah. girl that took so mm-hmm. much abuse from James because James was and a dick to her. Yeah, and he cheated and on came- her. Her storyline could have, like, she fucked this up so bad. So right. bad. All the wrong decisions. She could have been, like, the new Stassi Everyone was rooting for her. Everyone yeah. was rooting for her to, like, we show James, like. We were all rooting like, for you. We were all rooting. <laughs> like, we, like, you Seriously. wanted to see her do well. You wanted yeah. to see her fly and get out from and under James's controlling, yes. manipulative ways. And now James is coming off looking like the... Well, I'm not an angel, but he's no. looking at, like he's, now we're having sympathy for him, which we shouldn't have yes, sympathy for him because he's exactly. been a monster in relationships um, forever. <clears throat> but, you know, Rachel Raquel, I think the scariest part, too, is with her and Tom Sandoval is their ability to just straight up lie. They've been doing press interviews and also mm-hmm. on the show and to also incorporate and to it now what people are saying is that and even Tom Schwartz himself, the other Tom in this Tom Tom. Yeah. Um, when the storyline was supposed to be him and Raquel kissed and that kind of hurt Katie and Raquel, like, what are you doing? Um, uh, now we're hearing that what happened, what people are speculating happened and mm-hmm. what Tom admitted in a pre season interview is that Tom Sandoval forced Tom Schwartz to kiss Raquel. And if you know the dynamic of their relationship, Tom Sandoval is definitely the more like um, assertive, kind of aggressive one. And Tom Schwartz is uh-huh. like a people pleaser. He, he plays the fence. He's very afraid of saying something to um, hurt people's uh, feelings. And he wants to just, you know, be like the nice guy, even though his yeah. behavior doesn't show yeah. him the nice guy because he's a cheater too. But it's scary that they could have used their friend as a pawn you know what I mean? Right. So they were like, up. he was like their shield. Like, yeah. Oh, she's because she's everybody... around because she's now dating this guy. Yes. But really. Right. And so people are like, how long so have you dirty. known Schwartz? And TMZ stopped him yesterday <laughs> at the airport. And he was like, um, I can't really talk about it. I mean, we'll talk. You'll see it on the show. I'm sorry, guys. And <laughs> Kristen Doty says he knew for a month before and that he, to- a month for a month. And he told Tom Sandoval, you need to tell Ariana because you're making mm. a fool out of her. And I think Tom Schwartz knew a long time ago. Because if you know the Toms, Sally, they're like, yeah. they are each other's, um, what is that thing? Twin flame. Yeah. <laughs> they are. So it's just so scandalous. And every day more allegations come out. So now Sheena yeah. Shea, who is Ariana's best friend, she now, when this all happened, when this went down mm-hmm. on, on Wednesday, Sheena, Ariana's best friend, and Rachel Raquel were in New York City. While everyone else is in L.A. from their cast, they're doing Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen. After the taping of Watch What Happens Live, apparently Ariana called Rachel Raquel or someone or maybe Ariana texted Sheena what happened. And now Raquel, Rachel, Rachel Raquel is claiming that Sheena Shea punched her in the face. So she took out an emergency temporary restraining order against her and posted pictures to TMZ of her eye. However, this gets even crazier, Sally. This is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. People in their friend group came forward and were like, Rachel Raquel, you're lying. And they were showing Mm. video of her on her way to watch What What Happens Live. And this black eye she says she has appears before she said Sheena punched her. So on her way 
to this Watch What Happens Live. And one of the photos she used to get the judge to grant a temporary restraining order before they can go to court and decide if it's going to be a long-term restraining order um, Mm -hmm. is there were, it was time, it was, uh, I think posted originally by her in the stories um, in November. Oh. So now it's like, are we dealing with a psychopath who is just also like, that's, I mean, she could go to jail for that. She well, lied yes. to a judge. She presented and, false evidence. Like they, it, and they're not going to take that lightly. And there's reason. It's all over the news. Yeah, and there's reason for her. There's like a motive, and the motive would be the temporary restraining order would make it impossible for her to be in the same room as Sheena Shea, and they have a yeah. reunion to film coming up, and those two dates coincide with each other. So, yeah. Okay. Because mm-hmm. Sheena's saying I didn't. I didn't punch her. Uh, some people are saying there might have been like a maybe a phone thrown or some kind mm. of yelling at each other, maybe a push, but she was claiming she pushed her up against a wall, a brick yeah. wall. And Sheena's like <laughs> yeah. four foot two and Raquel is a giraffe. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. That she punched her in the face. And she it's, was like, hey. Yes. And their, yeah. their mutual friends are posting saying, I wanted to stay out of this, but Rachel, this is not the way to go about it. You cannot have lies like this. And they're posting the, you know, video and photos, like, here's us on the way to watch what happens live. And this black eye, you've had, you know, this, this darkness under your eye or whatever yeah. is happening for months. And you're claiming that Sheena caused it. The only thing that is unexplained still is there is a cut that is on mm-hmm. her eyebrow in one of the pictures that she, she uh, gave TMZ. But, you know, you have the real conspiracy theorists out there who are like, she got it on that with makeup. I was going to say, yeah, I mean. totally. That's what they claimed Amber Heard did. So I don't know. I don't know, ladies. Yeah. But it is every day between restraining orders. She filed a report with LAPD. Now we're in love. Now we're not. We're She's staying in L.A. No, she's not. Yes, she is. They're in love. It's she just- issued an apology saying that um, her reason for doing this is because she's um, she's learning about herself that she's very codependent and that she has a deep need to be loved. And it's like, well, you know, like you're pretty fucking hot and I'm sure that there's like a million people that would love you that aren't on the, show. On the yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> so right? I think you very specifically need to be loved well, by people that can keep you on this you've show. You've only went after men right. on this show. Yes. And what we learned is that she actually knew of the show when she first went to see DJ James Kennedy do a set at Sir, yeah. um, where he was performing in his CNX Tuesday show. And she kind of went there like looking to get with someone on the cast him and now she's moved on you know to tom sandoval Mm -hmm. but like jen said she tried a little with peter had this alleged fake you know kiss with schwartz so and sorry didn't mean to cut you off but on the last episode there's um a guy that works at the um las vegas um, <gasps> sir, who's uh, Garcelle Beauvau's son, Oliver. So Garcelle Beauvau is a very famous model and actress, um, and she's also a Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Okay. Her son is 22 or something, and he uh, he's very handsome. He works at Sir now. They just filmed an episode where they went to the Las Vegas Sir to like get away and have like a girls weekend. And when Lala, another girl that's on the show, and her drama is something totally different. When she said that she thought that he Oliver was 
attractive, then all of a sudden they turn around and Raquel's full on making out with him in the middle of nowhere on the, the dance floor. Yeah. Like completely unprompted. It's like, come over here was with me. Married. And then just start with yes. kids but he said but yes. he did say that he was um he was was separated, separated. And i think he's older than 22 i think he's like in his 30s so his wife oh, came yeah? out months ago and there was this like oh rachel raquel made out with uh you know garcelle's son and she is now a real housewife of beverly hills um and we're like, oh, that's messed up. But we gave Rachel Raquel a pass because, like, how would she know he's married? He said he separated. Well, apparently, right, he wasn't separated. So she's got that, and then this competition for a man with Lala, who Lala's never been a fan of. Uh, Rachel Raquel, she called her a Bambi-eyed bitch. So I mean, <laughs> she feels vindicated. She's been because Rachel Raquel. Not only did she file a TPO against Sheena Shea and say that she punched her. She also sent a cease and desist via email, via Gmail from her lawyer to her cast members because she said, if you are sharing um, this video of her and Tom Sandoval, I call him Sandy, but um, doing the ditty ditty (laughs) to themselves on FaceTime, then uh, you need to cease and desist that. Like if you have that video deleted and Lala went on her stories because now she's been trolling Rachel Raquel because she feels vindicated that, you know, yeah. I never liked her and they were giving her this like sweet edit and making me out to be a biatch. But Lala had sex with DJ James Kennedy while Raquel was dating him early on. So it's a whole I mean, mess. This They're is all great. messy. But, it's right? messy. <laughs> but Lala goes on her stories and she's like, I have never. It's like you think you find a good one and then you're like, oh. Okay, well, yeah, <laughs> like they're all, it's all bad. But yeah. uh, Lala went on her stories, and now this has like been a thing that Bravo fans say to each other. And she was like, I listen, I am a mother. Okay, because she has a newborn baby named Ocean, who's adorable, with a LA producer who people are comparing to like a mini Harvey Weinstein. And the LA Times did like a yeah. whole article about it. So that's interesting in itself and horrifying. But she said, I've never in my life had someone and she's always using like her fingers and her nails and whatever. (laughs) Send me something like that. A seasoned assist in my Gmail account. Okay. That is not how you do it. Send it to Daryl. And apparently Daryl is her lawyer. (laughs) So now this Daryl lawyer has went viral and people are checking him out and like, Hey Daryl, send it to Daryl. So, oh my god, I haven't heard this one. Oh my yeah. god, oh, that's it was so funny. It was so good. So that's now in so funny. every live I do about I'm like, send it to Daryl. I mean, send it to Daryl. <laughs> there's merch. Amazing. There's everything. But like Jen said, there's been to to round off to to end this long description of what has happened, Sally. And then yeah. we'll see if it's we, we got you to watch yet. Um, there, <laughs> there's been multiple apologies put out. The two from Tom Sandoval, two from. Rachel Raquel on their social media. But first, Rachel Raquel uh, gave hers to E.T. Because obviously, you're going to go through entertainment tonight and probably get paid right. when you do something yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Tom Sandoval hit up the Instagram. His first one was more of a statement of, please don't blame my new business, Schwartz and Sandy's, or Tom please Schwartz. Please keep going to my restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah please yeah, keep going yeah. to my restaurant. It's not their fault. Didn't mention Ariana at all. And we're like, screw you, Tom. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we love Ariana. Like, yeah, we're no one's gonna because people were doing bad Yelp reviews, and that's crappy. Mm. You don't want to do fake Yelp reviews. Just you know, get a YouTube channel like I do to just let out all your frustrations right. on people. <laughs> yeah. But don't don't ruin someone's you know business. Try not to do that. You know, 
But um, so then he issued another one just when I'm about to hit the pillow and go to sleep. You know, I feel bad for the East right. Coasters. At least I'm on the West Coast. So it's, you know, it's a little <laughs> early. He issues an apology at like 10 p.m. on another one where he does apologize, you know, to Ariana and you deserved better. And it's like, hell yeah, she did. And so it was a little better than the first one. But still, again, it was only one page on Instagram. I feel like 10 years in, there better be a scroll. I want to scroll <laughs> on this apology. And then Rachel Raquel, her first one was one page and it was, I'm like Jen said, I'm codependent and I'm going to work on it. And she mentioned going to a counselor like five times Mm -hmm. and that, you know, she's just, she needs to get some help. And we're like, okay, but don't like keep it to Ariana. You did something horrible. She was a fantastic friend to you. She never deserved Mm -hmm. that. I'll never be able to make up for what I did to you, but I just want you to know I'm so sorry. You never have to forgive me, but I am just so apologetic. I'm just so sorry that I hurt you. You know, something a little more simple. No, it was all about, and then then I might have a drinking problem. And then I, you know, I do come from Arizona and we do that there. And then, you know, it was just all this stuff you didn't (laughs) need to know, but she just keeps talking. I'm a doe-eyed biatch, so I just can't help it. And I was (laughs) in the pad. Yeah, I was a pageant <laughs> queen and I'm just naturally competitive. Uh, and I placed 15th in Miss California. And now I'm 28 and I've aged out because Donald Trump says once a woman is 28, she can never do pageants again because she's a dead bitch. You know, so that's yeah. where she's at with her pageant career because she is a pageant queen. And then, so okay. I'm like, okay, okay. Rachel, so okay, I'm you an apology. Go get help. Go get your counseling. Um, and then she comes back, Sally. With another. I didn't know this. Oh, my God, Jen. And it's like not an apology. It was basically like, I don't know what lies in the future for me and Tom. I'm paraphrasing. But, (gasps) you know, just know that there's genuine care. And I'm like, oh, no. We Uh, have not a factor. I don't give a shit if you are each other's soulmates. No, right. But put it in your journal, girl. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) I don't want to hear the specifics. Must stay relevant. Yes. (laughs) And also like top of the news. Yeah. And like, I'm not going to say we're not together, but I'm not going to say we are together. We don't Mm want to hear about that. We just want you to be sorry to Ariana. And then any good, I think, PR person, I don't know, would say go disappear for a little bit. Go to, you know, codependent therapy, which is like, you know, I feel like for women is like the guy's sex addiction you know when they get caught cheating like "Mm, i'm addicted to it and you're like well i'm codependent so go get (laughs) that counseling because obviously you're not going to counseling because no counselor would be like after you do an apology why don't you go online and talk about how you're in love with the guy you cheated with (laughs) that's a good idea you know what today here's your homework for today (laughs) get on twitter that is what's happening i'm thank you for letting me take this much time on your platform ladies but it is Every time I say it, I get more horrified, and I just want to know, Sally, did we sell it to you? I mean, I I will ha- I have to say, yeah. Well, yes. A, yes. Okay. B, I feel like I actually really understand. Like, you really painted a really amazing picture and broke it down. I'm sure there are so many more players that, like, yes. you could have brought in, but you did a very good job of dumbing it down for me. Um, now I feel like when these new episodes come out that You're are happening- I'm going to want to watch them. I'm, I'm going to want to see. Your podcast is perfect for this crazy story. You guys got to keep up with some updates and tell your, you know, your listeners. I'm sure your listeners are far better people than I and they don't want to get down <laughs> in the mud like this. But, but this is the this, dumb these things. Are the, 
that yeah, people exactly. do. And it's That's crazy. what I've been trying to say. Yes. <laughs> like this is this is the podcast. This whole yeah. time. Like I mean, we have done stories a million times where it's like, and then the person that she, her best friend that they took mm-hmm. in after her divorce and da 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 or or the couple that adopted a teen you know what I oh, mean yeah. like and then like and then the teen ends up growing up and murdering everybody like this is the kind of shit <laughs> I mean, that we talk not, about no, this could easily funny, turn into an episode of snapped or dateline and I don't want to put that out totally. there to happen but I'm saying it is it's scary. It's scary now it's that like we're one dealing degree with away. yeah, pathological yeah. lying, so many things possible. Narcissists. I mean, all of that plays into uh, yeah, you know, the crime stuff. So, uh, thank you, ladies, so much for letting me again. I <laughs> I've become an expert on this. I'm not proud of it, but I kind of am. And I, <laughs> I think it's amazing. It's like <sighs> I mean, Jen and I talk about it all the time. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. It's so we love people who are get just like really into something like whatever, whatever it is you love, like go all in, be the nerdiest nerd about it, like get deep into it, get excited about it. If it fires you up, like do it. That's if it's birds, great. If it's Bravo TV, amazing. We love that as well. Guys, specifically, whenever guys like think it's so dumb and shallow that I watch it. I'm like, you guys, this is my sports. This oh, is like, sports. What is the difference between like ESPN <laughs> and guys right? sitting around talking about plays than like, we're talking about plays. Yeah, we are talking about plays. Yeah, I think people. the hilarious comedian Jay Jordan does a bit about that. How like the gossip and stuff is like, he's like, is like for, you know, gay men and women (laughs) is just like ESPN because look what ESPN is doing. I mean, the stuff my husband follows with football is, you know, he's all the same. I do remember. Yes. And so he does like a really fantastic bit about it. And it's, it's totally true. I mean, I always tell that to my husband because I am also a big nerd when it comes to Big Brother US, which airs every summer. And Powell is a big fan of that. Yes. Me and Powell geek out over it. He talks to some of the cast, yeah. as do I. We've gotten we've we're to the point where we're really <laughs> into this crazy show. And my yeah. you know, it comes with live feeds. So you watch these people in the house. They have cameras on them. So I'm up at like 3 a.m. and then I do updates on my YouTube channel. Like, here's what happened on the feeds and we talk about it and and, and dissect <laughs> their plays of this game. Yeah. And I tell my husband, I'm like, just like your football, this is my football season. Like, yeah. and the finale yeah. like, is my is Super my Bowl. Football season. You're like, this is my football season, but also I'm the play-by-play analyst. I'm yes. working in the field. I'm Terry yeah. Cruz. Is that his name? I have Terry. my dream job. Yeah. <laughs> I have your dream job. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. So I think you guys keep well. updating this scandal stuff. I will be here to listen to it um, because – it's with this reality TV. I mean, with the dumb love, they don't get any dumber than these people. No. It's the dumbest. It's the dumbest. <laughs> the dumbest. Man, uh, well, I love so that. Awesome. I, I love it. this. All right. Well, let's do something dumb and something we love. I'll go first. Um, so I will say, I mean, it's kind of trite to say that this is dumb, but the dumb thing uh, this week that is firing me up are the bands on drag queens. Um, the one that has Tennessee and just, you know, of course, I'm sure are going to popping are popping up all over red states just because, you know, it's like, why, why not just fire up your base for no reason and, uh, put people's lives at danger for something that is like so dumb. It's so dumb. It's not even, 
worth talking about it, but I just want to say, obviously, we stand with drag queens, and I think all of this is like a veiled threat at trans people, and uh, not a veiled threat, a very open threat to trans yes, people. Yes, it is. Um, and it's all just to keep keep uh, keep people angry, you know, and not to not actually to make children or whoever they're trying to make any safer because. If we actually cared about that, we'd be doing way other things. But that's dumb. We um, care way more about gun control. Yeah, saying. Yeah, that's the one. Or um, stop sending them to churches where things are happening with these priests. I mean, True. a little more dangerous. Exactly. Not every church, but some of them. Not every know. church, but on a, uh, I would say on, I mean, not uh, statistically, yeah. way more likely to happen at your church than at a drag uh, story time. Right. Um, so that's dumb. And the thing that I love is I just got back from a weekend at Jekyll Island with my in-laws and uh, it was so lovely. They're such lovely people. And we just had such a nice time uh, being at the beach. And so that was, that's something I love. That's awesome. Thanks. Um, mine is going to be really su- Well, I'd like, of course, I completely agree with you and back you up on what your something dumb was. It's outrageous. And um Yes, I stand with all of my trans friends, all of my LGBTQ plus friends, anybody that loves to celebrate and drag. I think it's one of the most fun, beautiful art forms. My kids love it. Mm -hmm. My kids love Drag Race. It's so pretty and fun to look at. And one of our good friends actually does drag story time, uh, Brent Conley, who's like Mm -hmm. an amazing comedian and so sweet. And uh, children love him, love him. And like to insinuate that he would ever hurt any child and that these children don't get so much pleasure and love out of going to these story times. It's it's just, it's so upsetting. Yeah. Um, um, So dumb. But I was also going to say, I was – I had nothing prepared, so I was going to say, like, oh, I, t- I took – I bought my kids tickets to the movies. Like, everything comes on streaming so quickly these days that it's, like, I bought – because now tickets for the movies, you have to buy them, like, in advance. You know, mm-hmm. you have to, like, pick your seat. And so I, I bought these tickets, and then, like, 10 minutes later, I turn on the TV, and I'm, like, it's fucking free on TV. <laughs> I spent <laughs> – but it was like the new Puss in Boots movie. And then I took them to the movies anyway. I got a really nice nap and $25 nap. It was wonderful. Um, but from what I saw when I was awake, it, it seemed pretty great. And the kids loved it. So go see Puss in Boots. I don't know. <laughs> so I love that. I don't know. What about you, Jolene? Um, well, something dumb, interestingly enough, playing on um, off of what Sally said, I 100% agree. I mean, again, when you're talking about these like drag story shows or drag shows in general, it's a very positive, like fun atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It can be, you know, just it's just like it's so it's so crazy that that is what we're targeting as something that could negatively affect kids when really then, you know, you're taking your kids to like a play. And if a, a man puts on makeup at a play, is that somehow your kid going there? Is that going to all of a sudden lead them to the path of drag? Or, you right. know, I think these parents, are, I mean, I would be so thrilled if I ever had a child and they decided to be a drag queen. I'd be like, I did something right with my life. You know, right? Picked <laughs> Me such too. A cool art form I'd be like, because, 
please teach me how to do my makeup. Right? I mean, I follow <laughs> Trixie Mattel religiously on YouTube and her channel, and she has a uh, hotel motel out here that I love. I would love to go to um, one day and stay at. So I, I don't at all understand that, and I will be very vocal about that forever, just like you ladies. Um, and I did see the something dumb I saw was my friend and I, my friend Busy and I, we do a show on YouTube. And um, we go live once a week and we talk about things. And he showed me this video of this woman in Target. And she was upset because she feels as though the clothing at Target, because they're becoming more gender neutral, allowing boys to wear pink. Well, mm -hmm. you're just going to turn everybody gay and look at what they're doing, the propaganda. <laughs> so that was one of the dumbest <laughs> oh things God. I've seen because, again, someone, how they choose to express themselves through fashion or art or something like that has nothing to do with their gender and has nothing to do with who they will choose to date or love. That is just a totally different um, expression. Boys can wear pink. Boys can play with Barbies. Girls can wear blue. Girls can play with trucks. It doesn't matter. The only people that put labels on those things are adults. Kids will play with what they want to play with. The thing is, right? you, yes. you both know as mothers and me just as an auntie, it's basically all the the marketing and commercials that are pushed at these kids from a young age. I'm sure my little nephew, Frankie, isn't like, I love fire trucks, but all he sees is that little boys are playing with trucks and cop cars and these sort yes. of things. And then my niece, Lucy, right. is seeing Barbies because that's marketed to her constantly. So if we really just stayed out of it and I think just allowed mm. children to pick what they wanted to play with, I don't think it would fall into these categories that a lot of these people who are, you know, claiming that this, this is so awful that they think it would. I think more little boys would pick to play with any kind of toy and more little girls would pick to play with yeah. many different kinds of toys. So it's really us adults that, and society that conditions kids to be like, well, I guess I like this, but kids are, you know, your moms, I mean, kids, they're the best because they think outside of the box and they just are who they are. And they aren't born with like hate and all this horrible stuff that yeah. unfortunately kids the world love sparkly stuff. They kids, do. All kids, all kids love, I mean, who doesn't like with till we're yeah. told it's not cool or tacky or whatever. Like everybody loves sparkly stuff. Right. Like yeah. it's Why just can't silly little boys tech. sparkle? Like I love I wish my, my husband little would boy. sparkle. My more. little boy sparkles. He sparkles. <laughs> he does. I've he got does. my husband now into like like a facial routine. And he at first he was like, no. And now he's thanking me because his skin looks well. It's like, that's not a girly thing. That's not any, anything. Your skin is the biggest organ or whatever on your body. Like, you got to take care of it. And now you're like, oh, yeah. I'm looking good. Like, it's, it's crazy. So that's the dumb thing. Any of yeah. this, like, gender norm. I'm all for, like, gender neutral. Let people dress, do how they want when it comes to, you know, buying what they want, toys, kids. Agree. Yes. Quit putting this on children. Um, something that I love. Oh, my mom told me a story about a um, cashier at Aldi. Do you guys have Aldi's in Georgia? Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. We love Aldi. I fucking love Aldi. <laughs> so I know. Sally and I Aldi's the best. met in an Aldi. Shut we up. Did. That's our yeah. love story. <laughs> in the snack aisle. <laughs> and that's why we started a show. It was funny because everybody oh. was always like, do you know Sally? She's a mom. You're a like, mom. She's a mom. She's a mom. <laughs> um, do you guys not know each other? You're both moms. Like, <laughs> could you stand up? And so Sally and I were both like, you can, I don't, I'm not just a mom comic and I don't care. You know what I mean? I don't want more mom so we friends. we were like reluctant to like feed into what everybody yeah. was like, you know, pushing on us. But then it was funny that we were in the snack aisle at Aldi. And so we thought we would really lean and we totally 
hit it off immediately, but we thought we would lean into the mom thing. So we started a show called Snack Time where we like went and got like a bunch of snacks from Aldi and stuff and we'd throw it to the audience. And like every time a comic came to the stage, we'd be like, isn't he so handsome? (laughs) Oh, you did such a good job. You get a snack. Here, have some snacks. You look like you need Are you hungry? You're so skinny. I hope you still do that show. That is awesome. We did it it like three times and then we quit. Yeah. Take that on the road. (laughs) It was a spite show. That's that's what I love about it. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Well, apparently at Aldi, there was a couple or a family who uh, got to the front and the total came up and they couldn't afford it. And the man manager of Aldi came out and said, no, give them whatever they want and paid for the whole, uh, for all of their groceries. And I'm like, that's really more of that and less of like, why are there pink shirts in the boys section? You know, we need more people actually caring and showing kindness. And, you know, that manager, they, you know, you don't, I don't, you don't really see that because mostly it's like that that kind of corporate mentality of like, well, great, because you gotta leave. But they paid for it, and that can be a really like shameful time for people if you're struggling. And you know, I know I when I first moved to LA, I mean, me and my husband went to Trader Joe's, and my we had bought a bunch of stuff for a new apartment, and this is like ten years ago, and we were uh, buying our groceries and they de- my credit card got declined and it was so embarrassing. They rang that yeah. bell and I was like, no. just, we'll just oh, leave. No. We had a whole card. I was like, we'll just go. I got to call them. I'm we'll sure just it's just, out. yeah, I'm sure they just yeah, upped yeah, yeah. my credit limit and they, I don't, oh, I moved geez. recently. So maybe they think someone stole my ID, but really it was that, you know, I went over my balance and so yeah. they hmm. rejected it, but they didn't give me the groceries at Trader Joe's. So I'm just saying shop at Aldi's. That's it. Shop at yeah. Aldi's. That's what I mean. I We've been no trying problem. to push that. <laughs> done and done. Um, okay. Well, Jolene, thank you so much for thank being on our show Appreciate and it. for breaking everything down. It was so lovely to have you. Where can people find you on the internets? You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Jolene Lunzer. You can also find me on Instagram at Married the Number Two Bravo for strictly just Bravo. Um, content and then also subscribe to my youtube channel and that, that again yes. at jolene lunzer so youtube.com slash at jolene lunzer you're i mean you have so much youtube content you're always doing new and fun stuff so uh make sure you subscribe to all of uh her socials and youtube and then you can find us at dumb love podcast um at tiktok at instagram uh at youtube at Facebook, all the things. Um, And rate and review, tell a friend. We would love that. Yes. Uh, Thank you so much, Jolene, for coming. Always, I love talking to you. I love seeing you. (laughs) Your beautiful face. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. And don't forget to get out there and do something dumb for love. Dumb, da-dum, dumb, 